Love the 80s? Then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Love Chris Evans. Love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. Shaken or stirred, still or sparkling, our next guest always hits the spot. His new book, World Cocktail Atlas, is out now. So if you want to know all about a hanky-panky, a backstrap or a luscious lamington, but don't want them showing up in your browser history, then listen up to the master of mixology, who is Ollie Smith. Hey! Good morning, good morning. What an intro. How are you, you. Ollie? I'm in fine fettle, thriving away, Chris. Ollie, Ollie, Ollie! Control room, control room. (laughs) Shut the door. (laughs) (laughs) Enough of that nonsense. Love it. Love it. I missed you at Carfest massively this year. I know you're busy doing other stuff. I'll be back. I'll be back. Of course I'll be back. Greatest festival, Chris. It's not the same without you, mate. Thank you. Right, Ollie Smith, World Cocktail Atlas, the book. I mean, this is your opus. This is it. It is. Uh, I think this is your gladiator. This is your avatar. This is your Titanic. I mean, it's all over after this. Um, (laughs) And you're heading towards your 50th. Yes. This is a birthday present to yourself. This is the fifth book he's written about alcohol. How do you get through the writing when you obviously need to do the drinking? You do need to do the drinking. It's more the tasting, to be honest. So I'm quite like. That's what they all say. (laughs) It's true, though. (laughs) You've got to get a little bit, you swill it around, check the balances. Is right, you know, that you're happy with your all balance the or my, my balance. Yes, I've got to be able to walk in a straight line and write so that they can read it. Amazing, <laughs> great. I mean, it, it was the book that was waiting to be written, isn't it? World Cocktail Atlas. Um, how do you decide where to go? Country's first drinks, first bit of both, bit of both. So, I love the idea that cocktails could have an origin very similar to kind of the world of wine, really. It might be the spirit, it might be a local ingredient, it might be a tradition or a trend. Like, there's a lamington I brought into this studio here, which is based on an Aussie cake. Love that. Very Christmassy, very uh, delicious. A lamington to the slaughter. Lamington to what you is now. I'm going to sip it in a second. You've got a non-alcoholic cocktail here. You've got mocktails. Mocktails do make make it to the book. They definitely do. How I many? Think, uh, about four, five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Atlas. You can in a mix of how many altogether? <laughs> 200, 230 recipes. I thought it was a cup of tea. Woo. I think you brought me a cup of tea. Yeah, this is Bandrek from Indonesia. Which, it is warm. It's a hot drink and it's perfect for the warm weather. It's lemongrass, star anise, cinnamon. Cheers, brother. Uh, all of the kind of good things in life that warm you and give you that feeling of underfloor heating for the soul. I love it. Oh, that's oh, very nice. Mm, it's delicious. Yeah. And it, it tastes like it's going to be good for us. I think it is. I think it's one of those warm drinks. I actually lived in Indonesia for a bit and it was absolutely everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Pause, yeah. pause. Yeah. How? I was teaching English in Sumatra and at the University of Jambi uh, for, for a little while in my life. And I absolutely loved living there. And I learned a bit of Bahasa Indonesia. Were you undercover? Were you, uh, I'd like to think I was, Chris. I sounds think... like he was a spy. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I was? <laughs> By the way, a mixologist, you know, a yeah. cocktail expert, uh, you know, um, a master of wines, perfect cover for a spy. It could be, actually. Mm. Do you know what? And, and you could you could fathom any could riddle be. by deploying your skills Is. of analysis. Do you think I'm a spy? Yeah, well, we touched upon the old um, shaken and not stirred Yes, earlier on. That is true, isn't it? Yeah, he was shaken, not stirred. So he gets lots of dilution in the drink. And there's a famous scene in the West Wing where Bartlett, the president, has a bit of a go at Bond for saying that he thinks, in his opinion, he's a bit of a kind of lightweight because he's mixing the drink, diluting it down. Whereas if you stir it, it's slightly stronger. So I don't mind... How does that work? Because the ice? Yeah, basically you're shaking. If you're shaking, you're chipping away the ice, more dilution. If you're stirring, you're just getting the temperature. It's a bit more gentle. Right. So if you really mean business and you go to yeah. um, St. James's, what's that amazing... Dukes. Dukes. Oh, Alessandro. What yeah, a Alessandro. guy. I what mean, a legend. 
I took my mum there once. For, mm. It's the only time I've ever seen my mum drunk. She had three vodka martinis there, mixed by Alessandro. Yeah. Um, uh, or, or I can't remember whether she had them stirred or, or I, was, but I think she had them stirred from the state of her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mum was World War Two, a World War Two girl. You know, she she was she was. She, during one of the air raids, she was on the big wheel, Ferris wheel, with her friend, and um, the siren went, and she, and they, the guy who was operating the wheel stopped the wheel, ran off to the air raid shelter, and left him up there. And she no. watched a blitz. No, her and a mate. I think they were twelve years old. They both had a woodbine each, non-filtered cigarette. Twelve, thirteen years old. So she was a toughie. She but, was. But three vodka martinis at Duke's. Where did you go after? What did you do? I put her to bed. I've never ever seen a drunk before, ever wow. or since. She's no longer with us, but. Um, and I'd never put her to bed. Uh, I did that after that because she wasn't very well. But that was the first time I'd done it. And she she, she was like, she said, leave me alone. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> I was like, mum, this is really embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> my mum. World Cocktails Atlas. Where else do we go? Give us give us a flavour of the continents. All over the world. So we go to Africa. We go to Asia. We go to Europe, which is kind of amazing for presentation and lots of heritage and sort of fancy dress, the way they use the glassware is very interesting. America's fab for bourbon. South America, the Caribbean, obviously. Micronesia. Anywhere in the world that you want to go, it's pretty much in the book. Of course, there'll be corners, sadly, right. that I've overlooked. Yeah. But I really did try and balance it out so that everywhere's fairly represented. Well, well done. Congratulations. I mean, Thanks, do, do various continents have various themes and things in common or are we are we disparate and different and all wonderful? We are disparate and different and all wonderful. And I think that is a good point to make because I, I was very surprised by just the massive diversity of ingredients and, and brilliant cocktails that I found in Africa. That was fantastic. In Asia, you know, you think of the expanse of Asia. It's got everything from the, the Dead Sea, which is hundreds of metres below sea level, to uh, Chomolungma to Everest, nearly 9,000 metres up. And that is reflected very much in the breadth of flavours you can get there too. So there were lots of surprises. And then, of course, real classics like the Caribbean, the rum, the bourbon in the States, the beautiful fiestas of South America. I had great fun South making America. this. America! It was fun. The Tokyo Mary looks like a bloody Mary to me, obviously with a Tokyo twist. With a Tokyo twist, yeah. We've got a bit of sake in there, absolutely. And I think oh, that's... I sake. Uh, sake's great. Here we go. Mm. It's, a, it's oh. a lovely... There's another one in there called the Sake Surge. I'm uh, six months and four days. So you're the you wrong feeling? guest how, at this how point. You, how are you feeling on the back of it? I was great until about five minutes. Sorry, ago. yes, I feel, I feel I've let the side down, <laughs> edging you back towards the. Totally, uh, I do love sake though. Mm. Oh my god, I think it's great. And if you're thinking, oh, maybe you don't have any sake in the house, if you've got a bit of fino sherry, that's quite a good ringer to deploy in these cocktails as well. There's always another way through the door of deliciousness. What's a, ma a Malawi and shandy? Malawi and shandy. That I think that one is one of my uh, non-alcoholics, actually, isn't it? Oh, there are two. Excellent. Yeah, I think I'm going to have the time. Of my life, <laughs> I think you can absolutely love it. There's, there's another one actually. Oh no, it's got wine in it now that I think of it. But it is brilliant, brilliant for Christmas. Called the Borgogna from Chile. Bottle of red wine, some Cointreau, 60 ml if you've got it. Macerated strawberries and sugar. Give it a stir in a jug over ice. It is, in my view, it is a superior drink to mulled wine. I'm loving it for parties. One of the prettiest drinks in here is Olish. Is it Shoku? So chew, yeah. So chew, so highball with a bit of uh, kind of lychee flavour from my love of Vertstramina wine. Yeah, lychee martini. Oh yeah. Yes. Greatest thing on the planet. Yeah. I think lychee is a, is a magic flavour. It's not like any other. It's not like it's sharp. It's fragrant. It's exotic. It's enticing. Oh, so lychees are also a bit like eyeballs because I've, <laughs> I've eaten an eyeball. <laughs> what? I have eaten an yeah. eyeball. Yeah. Which? Who's, uh, who's? A sheep's eyeball. Did it look at you funny? What were you doing? No, it was by accident. Really? I ate it by accident. How? You had to hang on. You what? ate. Because in my head, you're in a farm and the sheep no, is looking No, I was at live funny. on Channel 4 at no! the time. No! Yeah. I wouldn't do it in a farm. I wouldn't do it on telly if he was getting paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> But I wasn't supposed to eat it. 
Were you not? No, I was supposed to put it in a cocktail, funny enough, and uh, whiz it up. And because they're so resilient, sheep's eyeballs, it didn't whiz up and it was just wholly eyeball-ish still. Uh. Grisly. Fully formed, and I went to swallow the cocktail, and I suddenly realised the eyeball was stuck in my throat. Oh, don't! Because it was, um, yeah. Oh, anyway, don't. what did you wash it down with? Uh, um, the ad the break. Al- I think it was the ad break. The ad break. Went live to the yeah, straight to the ads. Cut to the ads. He's going to die. <laughs> the ultimate food pairing: sheep's eyeball with adverts. Um, yeah, no, but this is beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. It looks like a sort of lava lamp. Kind yeah, of thing. it's nice because it settles to the bottom. If you can't see it, it's basically got this lovely cherry blossom syrup in it, which is, gives it this beautiful kind of pinky hue. Um, and then a bit of yuzu juice. Again, if you haven't got that, you can use pink grapefruit or anything like lime juice works a treat. Um, but yes, I tried to find recipes that were easy for everybody to do that would be a bit surprising, but also just give them the chance to feel that joy of travel without actually having to lift a finger. And what is the take up from, you know, when you 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 are on YouTube and you're on Instagram and you have your books out and you're on the telly on Saturday Kitchen which you're always awesome on by the way thank you um, what is the take of people actually doing it because they do say that the, the thing about um, about useful practices or about exercise or about the human brain in general Einstein said this the human brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined right so so you can convince yourself you're doing stuff but apparently that's why sport's very popular to watch because you're engaged because you think doing. you've done it which is why loads of big blokes go to watch their favourite footy team wearing a tracksuit and then they come home sink about 10 pints thinking they've deserved every mm, one of them I'm with you I think it's it's iteration and reiteration and pra- practice does make perfect in everything and I think making things part of your life whether it's exercise or just you know good practice in anything yeah. is definitely about drill and discipline and I would say you know without going overboard making cocktails you know if you if you do get the basics right and you don't really need any massive skills a bit of shaking peeling presentation once you've achieved that mm. the world really is your oyster sugar syrup is quite important sugar syrup yeah 50-50 a bit of water and a bit of sugar but you can then flavour it with anything you like a bit of rosemary and any herbs you like we were very big into cocktails during lockdown I remember yeah because we were sent various things you had a, an online thing going did, on yeah, is that yeah, still, still still going around yeah I'm still what is doing that online. Uh, well we had the podcast and then I was doing uh, something for the mail actually I was doing kind of you know online sort of lessons in life Can people still get involved yeah they do they do I think you're right the, the what's your URL give yourself a plug well I'm out I'm out there online you can find me on Instagram and all the rest of it right. um, but I, I, I do love being able to give people the chance to try things for themselves actually and Saturday Kitchen is a joy for that because I know from the figures that come back the, the uptake on you know the recommendations is, is enormous and yeah. that's very flattering and it's a big responsibility but if it's accessible fun and brings joy Yes! Bring it on, I'm baby! I'm fully on board with this. All right, um, I've got some more questions. Anybody got any specific questions they want to get off their chest? Um, no. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, <laughs> that's, that's perfect. I've got, I got a much better one that I can't wait to ask. Um, 20 minutes you had to wait Fine. for that question. 20 minutes. It's Unbelievable. all good. It's all good. Unbelievable. Um, We've never talked about your story. How did you get into this? This is a good question. I was working in a wine shop, actually, when I was a teenager as a delivery boy, and I fell in love with the idea that you could talk about any kind of drink you liked in your own way. And I went very much from thinking, why are we sort of talking about this as though this bottle is the one everyone has to drink when everybody's different? We should be listening to each individual taste and recommending them something they can afford that will enlighten them, bring them a bit of fun and pair with something delicious that evening. And I took that and I went from being a delivery boy 
to working on the shop floor. Hang on a minute, let's pause. Yes. You said you took that. That's quite an advanced thought for somebody who works in a wine <laughs> shop, isn't yeah. it? I, I tell you when it happened, and I remember it very well, because I was working with a guy called Eamon uh, from Belfast in the cellar, and he was just such a warm-hearted, inclusive individual. He was a retired publican who was just doing it, I think, for fun. But he was magnificent. And I remember when the Australian wines hit the shelves, and it was just, you read the back label, you got excited. I could understand it, because it, it was in English, and it was in a fun, presented way. And I thought, this stuff's great. It's inexpensive. If it tastes like liquid sunshine, I put it out and I literally poured it for people and let them decide. Right. And that response was what convinced me. Let the people's palate tell you what you need to know. Oh, I see. So you went from theory to practical. I, ch- I gave it a whirl, Chris. Right. And in life, I think it's the best possible test. Okay, Give what, it a whirl. what happened next? Well, next, I took a little bit of a detour. I worked in film and TV script writing for Pingu and Charlie and Lola. <laughs> and a way. glorious yeah. single day working with I Royce thought you couldn't get any better. <laughs> you wrote scripts for Pingu? Yeah, I did three <laughs> series, I think, of Pingu. Yeah. Not easy. Pingu finishes the job. Pingu in the toy shop. Yeah, silent comedy, basically. Everyone always says, but how do you write the words? Screenplay, yeah. man. Yeah. Screenplay. It's a screenplay. It's yeah. like writing for Lola. And during that time, only, only better. That, well, yes, I, I like to think Pingu is the, uh, the the peak of it all. But then there's a friend of mine called Mark who said to me, "Look, you're you're great fun as a screenwriter, but you're always talking about wine. You're always enthusing. Always <laughs> talking about wine. Yeah, there, is, there is a competition <laughs> yeah. out there called Wine Idol, and they're looking to find. Shut honestly, up. true. Six, wine Idol. Six thousand people entered, Chris, and I. Yeah, I Why won is that. that. Not on the telly anymore. <laughs> I, well, I'm ready to bring it back. I'm, yes. I'm there. You Let's, should be the you should be the presenter, the head judge. That's having. I'm, I'm in. Let's make it happen. I think it's it's a genuinely interesting... Sorry, carry on. No, no, and then I won that. And actually, the prize was an audition for Great Food Live. You didn't get a guaranteed slot. So I remember going to the audition and uh, the producer saying to me, Juliet, she won't mind me saying this. I remember her saying, ah, oh, you're a lovely bloke, Holly. You're, you're too theatrical. You're not telly. Anyway, good luck with the audition. And off she went to the gallery. And I thought, oh, no. So I reined it in a tiny bit. You know, I know I can be a bit larger than life sometimes. And it worked charm. I just I just spoke in the way that I felt about the wine rather That's than trying to put, put any top spin on it and and it just it just landed and I went on that show first episode was with Brian Turner I was well received and they kept booking me and then they kept booking me and then Amanda Ross saw me or something Tina in Saturday Turner. Kitchen it was not Tina, Tina Turner, Turner. <laughs> it, I, I did change the story it was you're <laughs> oh, right gosh. Tina Turner um, <laughs> cooking her double thickness pork chops what a recipe that was <laughs> <laughs> with her, her wonderful Yorkshire from Monaco <laughs> fashion yeah uh, no, it was brilliant, and it, 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 one thing kind of led to another, as it as it does in 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 TV. And people saw me, and, and yeah, I, Saturday Kitchen was the big one, I think, that landed Good for you. Yeah, that's so cool, man. Thanks, man. I, I really love doing it. I just think why it's, it's got to come back, hasn't yeah. it? Let's bring it back. If someone's out there, if there's a producer listening, I stand ready to have lunch with you this very day. It's interesting that you were asked to rein it in, though, and it's also because yeah. that's for me. That's really interesting. I was listening to a podcast last week, which is. One of my favourite podcasters, who's literally, I mean, you know, top three, top three for me ever. Um, and he was, he was recording, he'd recorded an episode of his podcast in front of a live audience. And he was interviewing one of my famous authors of all time. So it's a dream, wasn't it? Oh. Didn't work. As a podcast, because they were playing to the audience. Yeah. And and they'd lost me. It was funny if you're in the room, but it's never as funny on tape, you know, if you watch it again or you weren't there in the first place, that it is in the room. And for me, I wasn't getting my juice. I think there's a lot of And I think it's great what she said to you. Yeah, Because actually she was giving you a, a very um, clever stage direction, wasn't she? She was. And the energy in a studio is very different to the energy totally. of a live show. It's a completely different feel. You know, you can read an audience, you can riff with them, you can take them on a mind ramble. In the studio, it's far more intimate. It's far more, you know, and there's the atmosphere, which is completely different as yeah. well. But I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Did you say Sting? That was, he was on that. 
that did you say was your favorite artist or did i miss no, that? it wasn't sting it was um it was uh it was um adam uh it'll come adam grant yeah interviewing Malcolm Gladwell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it, the, it was great, but it wasn't ten, it wasn't a ten. The and they're always focus. a ten. Those guys. Yeah, that's I think that's fascinating, and I endlessly try to find the right the right delivery, the right moment for the right format. Yeah. And social media is a whole other thing that I'm fascinated by. I'm not necessarily brilliant at it, but I'm really intrigued. Those who are successful, it is such a different cadence and a completely different way of communicating. Mm. I find the whole thing fascinating, to be honest. Maybe I should go into production, Chris. Well, Perhaps that's you, the you way. sort of are, aren't you? Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. All right, so you've brought some proper booze along for people who are still proper boozers. I have. What might that be? This is the Luscious Lamington. Right, tell is, us about Lamington again, because you just touched upon it before. I did. It's an Australian cake, uh, and it is basically a sponge cake dipped in chocolate that what? is then rolled in desiccated coconut. Aussie oh. Jane, Aussie Jane! Aussie Jane. She's tearing a... up! Look, they are delicious. And I've made basically a, a kind of a, a Christmassy version of the cake in wow. a cocktail, which is in the book. And it's silky, it's got, you know, beautiful silkiness, creaminess to okay, it. Okay, why, why that particular glass? Why not, of course? But tell us about the different the... choice of different glasses for different cocktails. This is a brilliant area. I've chosen a coupe glass, which is the kind of rounded basin uh, for this one, partly because I absolutely love... You basically dip the edge of the glass in chocolate and then in desiccated coconut, and it looks like snowfall. Mm. How do you get it to stick? Is it just water? It's just the chocolate. So you dip it in chocolate sauce, right? And then you dip the edge in desiccated coconut. It looks brilliant. See, I could have the edge, couldn't I? Yeah, you yeah. could totally have the edge. Can I lick around the edge? You <laughs> can I lick around the edge of your glass, please, Sinead? Is that all right with you? <laughs> lick around any too... edge you like. Okay. Can I have a smell? Okay. Absolutely. It's so this lovely. is of the cake. This is of the cake. Yeah. So you've got a bit of. Oh my god! It smells amazing. It smells like Christmas, that doesn't it? It smells amazing. <laughs> oh. It looks like Christmas. Oh, that could get me right back on it. I'm, I'm worried. I, I'm not sure I want to be the person, Chris. No, I'm not going to, don't worry. Yeah, good, good, good. I kind of do want to be the person. Of course I do. It's just one it's of the... It's like biscuity. Yeah. It's got a bit of tiramisu going on. Yes, very much so. If you like creamy desserts, yeah. you know, yeah. it's got a bit of Baileys. Bit, I have had some, yeah. It's amazing. It's really <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did it flick the switch? <laughs> oh, look at your little eyes. <laughs> me and Vassos out in the town now. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, yeah, date day. I can drive you. <laughs> Get right on it now. I can drive you. It's not your wife, ass. <laughs> it's Sinead. Sorry, I didn't mean it's not your wife. Sorry, I didn't mean it. What have I done? What, what have I done? You, if you stop. Oh. <laughs> now he wants to ask a question. Now you can't pipe him down. Two sips of the Lemington. We're done. If you start with cocktails, <laughs> should, you, should you carry on with cocktails or... I mean, or then have a few cocktails and then glass of wine. I think it depends. It's a great question. It depends on the strength of the cocktail. But one thing I love to do mm -hmm. is start with cocktails, make some batch cocktails for later for the party so it's already pre-prepared. Batch cocktails? Yeah, big jugs of them. Absolutely delicious. Really easy. So you don't have to have kind of faffing later on. So oh, early on, make something that looks amazing. Then, you know, have a bit of wine with the meal maybe. But cocktails can work really well with food as well. I recently had some blue cheese with a Negroni. Stop it. I'm telling you. Stop it. Oh, that's Stop it. Port is a lovely idea. 
Yeah, but Negroni. Yeah. Oh, no, you've got to stop this. I've got to have to rethink this whole sobriety thing. <laughs> no, seriously, because cheese and pork for me and cheese, cheese and Negroni. Oh, yeah. and cheese, cheese and Negroni, yeah. Cheese and like ice wine or Enniskillin or something like that. I remember you loving that. I remember Still that. Still have you? You can have it if you I'm want. Coming, you yes. don't need any more. <laughs> I can bring a hose and uh, I would be delighted. I'll bring a hose? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you're not going to leave the rest of that. You can't. It's too nice. It is too nice. The thing is, when I've had a cocktail or two and I cycle home, I you know, realise how badly everyone else is driving. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be cycling home. No, it shouldn't. You're, you're, serum. You're, 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 on, you're on the bus I'm now, on, aren't you? I, I'm on public transport. I'm fine. Good luck, everyone else. Um, I do have some <laughs> questions. <laughs> yes. Uh, some questions. Um, I'd love to get into cocktail making because I, I just enjoy all the process of things like that. What's like the key bits of equipment you need that like, you good absolutely question. need? This is a really good question. I think you definitely need a shaker. That's the yeah. basic. Yeah. I think a peeler is essential as well. Is and that like a, just like a potato just, just peeler? Just a peeler, yeah. Just yeah. use okay. that. You're Got fine. Got one of those. And actually, I think beyond that, yeah. you know, a stirrer would be nice. Maybe a muddler, which is when you kind of break down some herbs or some a fruit. A muddler? Yeah, but it's a, basically, a it muddler? is a rolling pin in smaller form. We can use like a rolling pin. Like a pestle and mortar yes, type like thing. Yes, pestle and mortar. I've got exactly. one of them. Perfect. So I think a lot of these household things, like the cocktail strainer, for example, yes. use a tea strainer. That's fine. It's absolutely fine. Mm. So we can double up on absolutely everything. Oh, Chris, I feel I'm oh, leaving so you. The, I used to like you. And so... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm back in. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to have anything, slowly. but I am very... I'm, this is as close as I could possibly get. <laughs> Yeah, I feel we're slowly climbing the boozy beanstalk. There is a gold beanstalk. Boozy beanstalk! Stop it! Slowly but surely, here are my golden eggs. Have, have so you what ever... would be my... Sorry, just yeah. one more. <laughs> um, what would be the... So if I was to make one over Christmas for, like, my family, what would be one that I would absolutely nail, like, a good beginner's one? 100%, I think, the Bourgogne, which I mentioned earlier from Chile, which is a red wine Cointreau, macerated strawberries. Yeah. Every, it's a crowd pleaser. Everybody loves it. Yeah. It's a brilliant batch cocktail, simple to do, and it looks fab served in wine glasses. Batch tail. Batch tail. Oh, like batch tail. Have you ever given up the booze for any extended yeah, yeah, period? Yeah, I have. And actually, I rather than do extended periods, what I tend to do is blocks. So, like, in the in the week, I'll tend to, you know, have some, some booze-free days. But in my life, I've definitely, you know, reined it in a bit. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, you know? a, a few days. Yes, I mean, I think I have. I mean, I have done consecutive weeks, definitely, because I remember I was in Cornwall on holiday. This is ridiculous and a true story. And I'd given up booze for the kind of summer in a bid to kind of really go for my my fitness. And uh, yes, I remember this very distinctly because I got gout and I then went to the doctor and he just went, well, if you're not drinking, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just having loads of shellfish. She went, that'll be it. Oh. So shellfish in Cornwall did for me, whereas the booze never has. Yeah, same with me. I, since I stopped drinking, I can't, I cannot leave the sugar alone. Is that right? I, I, I'm hoovering it up all the time. Yeah. You know, I'll go, I went to, I'll tell you that, I'll tell you the truth. I went to, um, where did I go yesterday? Uh, was it Sainsbury's? Yeah, it was Sainsbury's. And they do this, what was that? I bought, I, I, here's the thing. I brought a tin of biscuits in here yesterday, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. So I could have three. Which three? Well, it doesn't matter. The point is there's 40-odd biscuits in the tin, but I bought the biscuits so I could sneakily have three. That's why I did it. <laughs> that's pathetic. No. That's, that's proper addict's behaviour. No, addict would be that, buying a box and sitting in your car after the yes. show and eating the whole it's box. Alan Partridge with the Toblerone. Well. <laughs> no, I did you that before that. I came in. I bought you three boxes. Did. The, the one box I brought in here was cover. Come in, guys. Come in. We've got lovely people in from Carfest here, from our lovely Carfest Ooh, charities. Let's get them drunk. 
Well, there's plenty to go around. I've I got think, a spare one here. Tip, to be honest, I'm doing that thing where I feel a bit tipsy, even though I've yeah, not had anything it to drink. It is, yes. It's the, it's the goodwill and bonhomie and the biscuits. It's the, but it's the chemistry, isn't it? It it's is the, the chemistry. chemistry. And, you, and the you, relaxation. Yeah, and the relaxation, yeah. Here we have everybody from uh, our lovely Carfest charities. If you're here from Naomi House, let me say yay! Yeah! Uh, so you, Tosh, yeah? Yeah. Tosh Haji. Rainbow yeah. Trust! Yeah. Anna and Sophie, yes? Yes. Starlight! Not here yet. Okay. <laughs> Starlight could do better. Um, what about Teenage Cancer Trust? They're not here yet. They're not here yet either. <laughs> Young Epilepsy. Woo! Charlotte DeLima. Yeah. Matthew Robertson. Yeah. Tim Waters. He's not here. He's not here. <laughs> okay, anybody want a cocktail? Yeah. Oh, all right. Come on then. Okay. Bring them all in. Bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in. Um, Ollie. I'm doing the business. Great to see you, man. I love this you, is, this is a, I love you too. I really love you to death. Um, the World Cocktail Atlas is out now. This is, honestly, this is a great Christmas present because you're going to get it. Um, what you could do is get the book and also buy a few things that they're going to need on yeah. the on the day or on the night. And that's a, a two, two Prezi deals good, isn't it? Amazing what about this when somebody gets you a couple of Prezi and they go, you need to open that one first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, always yes. good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a good sign. That's always good! <laughs> Do you want the car or the horse? <laughs> which would you, if you wrapped a car oh, or a horse mm. and it was like, you need to open this one first, which would be the first, the car or the horse? I think I want to get the horse out to feed it and just stroke its nose. <laughs> no. Cart first, right? Because that's... You bought me a cart. Yeah, no, but look. But the cart's no, no, go, 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 go the other one. You're not, nice. you're not going anywhere near that bike. <laughs> you also got me a horse! Thank you so much! I've always wanted a horse. Uh, yeah, the World Cocktail Atlas. Travel the world of drinks without leaving your home. Your studio. And if you drink enough of these, you'll never leave your home again? Yeah. You'll have to be sent, like, aid... <laughs> Cocktail aid that. parcels. <laughs> so you need sugar syrup. Sugar syrup. Sugar syrup. Uh, you need a peeler. A peeler. You a, need shaker, a shaker. And that's pretty much strainer? sugar to go. A strainer. You could. You can, but you could use your tea strainer. It's all fine. All right. Okay. Anything else you'd like to say before you go? Just thanks for having me. I love you guys. Aww. It's really nice to be you here. You are the best. Yeah. Um, what else do you? Have? Are you going on Saturday Kitchen before Christmas? I will be. I'll be on this Saturday. Yeah. I'm not sure who the guests are yet, but tune in. It'll be a hoot. It always is. All right. We had Matt in the other day. He was fantastic. Did, did he behave? No, not really. Medium. He's just good. Yeah. You've... Oh, here's a question. Right. Yeah. Here's a question. So we had um, we had Matt in. Uh, we had um, uh, Rick Stein in, and oh. of course. Rick was made famous because Keith Floyd went to Rick's kitchen to make part of his TV show. He needed to borrow a kitchen and they were doing this punk one camera filming kind of thing. And they went to this uh, restaurant that Rick Stein owned, unknown Rick Stein owned, and he was in the background and they showed the show on BBC Two and said, who's that? And they that's how he was discovered. Yeah. Very similarly to, Jamie, yeah. to how Jamie Oliver yeah. was discovered. Yeah, very similar. Because River Cafe was a show on Channel 4 it was. and there was this kid in the background and he was the superstar and they said, who's that? Give him a show. Yeah. Um, who was your TV wine guru? Was there one before you? I would love to give a shout out to Keith Floyd because he made it so approachable and funny and anarchic. But it, honestly and truly, it was Oz and Jilly. It was the good food. I remember watching the good food show and just thinking they just look like they're having the best time ever. So Jilly Cooper, Oz Clark. Yeah. That was it. And I, it was the language they used. It seemed fantastical. It seemed at times a little bit absurd. But it was a gang I wanted to join. I just thought, yeah, let's go and have some fun. I said Jilly Cooper then. You did. It was Jilly Goulden. Jilly Goulden. Jilly Goulden. <laughs> wrote those amazing books that I used to read a lot. She's yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. And I really did read them. Yeah, did you? Yeah. I, I love them. Um... Oz is 80. N nearly, yeah. He's doing great. I did a gig with him uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually. I hear he's, he's very well. He's I, I had form. no idea he was 80. 
Yeah, I think he's he's nearly. I think he's nearly eighty. I, I think, think he's in his seventies. I'm not right, entirely no, sure. I think, well, okay. I, th- I heard he was eighty. That we might be. We need to well, do you know him. what? Who knows? I think. I think the mystery a, wizard himself. I, I don't think know. He's 80. He lives abroad. He lives uh, sort of West London. Yeah, yeah. He can't. Well, he's it's further than West London you know, abroad. Think, yeah, he might, <laughs> it's he West might. abroad. I don't want to reveal too much. Oz is very well, mysterious. It's the rest of the world, man. Yeah. He's, he's like, <laughs> who knows where Oz lives? I know. I know where he lives. In a wine cellar. He lives in a wine cellar. Yeah. But he's he's the man. He's an absolute legend, and he's a sweet. Hearted, you know, good soul who's been incredibly generous to me throughout my career. So I'm, I'm very right. grateful to us. Uh, you're great. You are the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, somebody hired Vuss's bike. He cannot ride home, mm. <laughs> but that means you can have another more of your cocktail. Yeah, yes. go for it. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Okay, great. <laughs> I've done this. Uh, round of applause for Ollie, please. Ollie, yeah, well done, Ollie. Cheers, cheers, Chris. Thank you. Uh, chin, chin. I'll just crack on with my mocktail. What's this again? Bandrek from Indonesia. Lovely drink. Bandrek. Warming, spicy, herbal, delicious. Little dull, but I'll take it. <laughs> Only because it's a mocktail. Thank you very much. Oh, I love you, Macy. Well, Cocktail Atlas out now. Buy it. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on. Things to do. Don't cheer. You'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose. Food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.